0: learn more at marines.com hey everyone matt williamson i am back Um, a couple little nuggets here this is what we're gonna do is just got you know Done with the second viewing of last night's game. I'm recording this on Sunday, pulling back the curtain. Did the post game show with my man Wes and Pursuta after the game. So I didn't get home till about 1 a.m. That's the usual preseason post game show um, situation, such as life. Got up, watched the game again, chatting with you guys. And generally speaking, these podcasts are broken down into. Eight-ish minutes segments, as you know, I'm sure you've listened before. So we're just going to do eight minutes at a time, kind of scrolling over position by position, general feels, things I saw, stuff to discuss. And before we do, I want to thank you. You guys, uh, I, I did five podcasts last week while DK was out of town, and I guess they were a raging success. I guess you guys enjoyed it and did lots of downloads, lots of listens. Very much appreciated. I'm flattered. So we're going to keep that rolling for a little bit here. And first things, let's just have a general feel for last night's game, the Saturday night game, Seattle. Um, Is exciting, as uh, enjoyable, as optimistic and entertaining. Those three E's, I think, are the ones to talk about here. Of a preseason game as I can remember. And a lot of reasons why, you know, I know COVID's is this thing of the past and I'm not a big one to harp on that, but we went a season without preseason and, you know, uh, being up at camp like crazy for the first time in a couple of years, it made me anticipate this game more watching practice after practice up at St. Vincent's away from home, just like the family or just like the players. And then you see five NFL quarterbacks, three from the Steelers, two from Seattle. Now, We'll get this in a second. Seattle probably has the worst starting quarterback situation in the entire league. But for preseason reasons, they fielded for Geno for a whole half, Locke for a whole half. That's much better than week one quarterback competition play usually reveals itself. So we had five NFL starting or five NFL quarterbacks that I think are all twos or better. Um, So that makes for just a higher level of play, a professionalism. But just the enthusiasm in the stadium, Um, with all respect to Ben, there's a changing of the guard. The offense is totally new. All three quarterbacks performed very well. Went down to the wire and was a lot of fun. You know, I, I think that was great, too. I got a kick. You know, I got some pit roots. I'm a UPJ guy, Pitt Johnstown from way back when, but you probably remember I was on pit staff for three years, so it was great to see all Kenny Pickett, you know, a bunch of Kenny Pickett's teammates in the stands. Obviously, a heavy pit contingency. Doesn't mean you need to boo Rudolph, by the way. Side note, that kind of got on my skin, but the enthusiasm surrounding the team. And I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to get the first pick in the draft, but I expect a very fun and entertaining year starting with the game last night. So let's get into the offensive side of the ball here briefly before we go to break. And all three quarterbacks, well, before we even talk quarterbacks, I want to call out Matt Canada a little bit here is schematically is, is one note, but also the fact that Three different quarterbacks that have some overlapping skill sets, but they're not exactly carbon copies of one another. All were very prepared, very comfortable, and quite productive. Now, they each deserve tons of credit, and we'll get into all of them, of course. But the guy in charge does too, you know, knowing what they like, what they don't, playing a lot, you know, spending a lot of time with them. I'm not picking on Ben, but getting him out of the way opens the door for Canada to do so much of that during minicamp OTAs, you know, now preseason, of course, training camp. That stuff's important. So give Canada some credit for preparing his team, his quarterback despite having a lot of starters out, and Seattle did too. I mean, I mean, this is a preseason. Seattle rested a handful of defensive starters, and we didn't see DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But they have a lot to work on too. So I thought they were a quality, quality, going back to the quarterback conversation, preseason opponent. Now, if that was a regular season game, they'd be the worst opponent in the league. But this is preseason, and you didn't have a lot of your stars either in black and gold. So last Canada note that I think is very important too. Watching practice, the amount of motion and the degree of difficulty of motion and things that they do pre-snap is much more than we saw in this game. So, yeah, it was not a static lineup, Peyton Manning, Harrison on one side, Wayne on the other, no pre-snap motion type of offense. But the motions they used for much of the game, especially with the early par- portion, were very generic. Stuff you see all the time from everybody. You know, a receiver jogs across a formation before the snap and you get a, a read on banner zone. But not the degree of misdirections, multiple motions, unbalanced lines. That stuff's all coming. We did see a quick hitting end around the Sims that ended up netting a big gain, which... Worked out well, one play, but you're going to see a lot more of that sort of thing. So keep that in mind. I mean, again, they may not want to put it all on tape at this point, but considering there were thousands of people in the, the seats, the, the hillside of St. Vincent's, there will be, there's not a lot of secrets. However, you know, there's only a couple more spots at St. Vincent's and we will be up there. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I think. I know I drive up tomorrow morning and we'll spend three nights, my final three nights in Latrobe, and then they will break camp. So that's where this team is at. Looking like this segment's almost at, a, at an end here. So we'll keep the, this one very general, not breaking down positions and players as much as we will going forward. But now this was a successful day. But I think Coach Tomlin said, okay, good start. You know, don't get ahead of yourself. Don't look at the these three days in Latrobe and think, we got this. You know, this is easier than I thought. I can take my, I don't need to keep working hard. And that goes for every member of the team, every member of the coaching staff. Because then you don't have that advantage of all retiring to the dorms together, living together under the same roof. You got to become, there's a human factor of now I go back to my bed. Now I go back to my family and we all have obstacles there or you know the um, things that get in the way good bad ugly you know so it's a little harder to say stay collectively focused for the next opponent the next step this was step one and a very good one a very entertaining energetic and enthusiastic one and I'm pretty excited about it So that's the general thought, eight-minute clip of one game and where we're at right now, State of the Steelers' address. Uh, I'll be back here in a moment, and we'll start talking about some of the offenses. Right. I mean, I think you have to start with the quarterbacks here. Uh, I mean, how do you not? I think all three passed the test in very impressive fashion. You know, I mean, if you listen to my final podcast before the game, I wanted I said things like, I wanted Rudolph's progressions to keep going, keep looking like a professional, steady. I want Pickett to look like he belongs, not the most scientific approach to scouting, but I always say that about very early drafted quarterbacks, their first time in a professional stadium, preseason, you know, crowd, wearing the colors, playing another team, look like you belong, you know? And again, that's vague, that's not scientific. And Trubisky, I wanted more than that. I wanted to see him... Elevate those around him. I think all three hit those goals and probably more. I was shocked by Pickett. I thought that he would not be as crisp as he was in this game in terms of reads, progressions, accuracy, getting the ball out on time, hitting guys in stride, all the things that made him a first-round pick, but they don't translate from ACC to NFL overnight, and he was very impressive in his first effort, you know first time out there. And you know, say what you want about quote clutch, you know or whatever. But he makes the big plays when it matters most. And you know, he took a big sack that led up to that that didn't look so great. Um, but then before you know it, they're leading the, he's leading the drive to win this thing and the place is going crazy and you know that's as good as it gets in, in the preseason. Rudolph made a tremendous throw to Pickens, who's an utter superstar, and I think all the quarterbacks now just trust to no end and are just going to put it up for him. He moved the ball well. Um, all three of them made plays with their feet. Rudolph, the less, least of the three, and he's a little more, he's a lot more robotic than the other two, and just isn't as light on his feet as those guys. He got away with what would have been a really, you know bad interception he got away with but so be it some want to blame him for the strip sack too i think that's a little harsh they were on top of him in no time um and then trubisky was tremendous i mean trubisky if an offensive lineman got beat the play wasn't over he was very accurate sharp leadership traits again all looked very comfortable in and out of the huddle i forget how coach described it the post game but the Basically saying the, the small details of the position that don't show up on the stat sheet, all three of them passed. And that's what I meant by picket of I want him to look like he belongs, you know. So um, all those guys were very, very impressive. I would imagine... Pickett pushes Rudolph a little bit more for two duties in practice going forward, but not in the fir- you know, in, in, the first game of the season, maybe he gets the second, you know, call against Jacksonville or in the third game or he plays a whole third game, but I want to see more and more of Pickett. Um, again, Trubisky looks really good in what I imagined he could be whenever they signed him way back when, and I think he's only getting better. Um, now, we're up against it here, so we're going to kind of break these up and just keep rolling and break these up as we break them up. But let's talk running backs here before we go for this pod. Um, no Najee, no Benny, which I don't know how bad Benny's injury is, but not having him in the equation I thought was smart. Although he's looked a little better in camp to me quicker than I remember at any point in Steeler history. But Anthony McFarland looks much better, and that goes back to camp and practice. He is hitting it now. There's less dancing. Um, it used to be a lot of arms and legs flailing and very little, you know, grass getting picked up. I think he's really advanced as a route runner. He has explosive traits, which is why he drafted him to begin with. And now the mind is catching up with the body, which is really encouraging. I think that there will be times when him and Najee are on the field together. McFarland will have some of those jet sweep capabilities, just get it in his hands, Um, certainly receiving chops. So good stuff there. I think some of you finally got a taste for Jalen Warren. He's hard to tackle. I mean, that's what you need to know more than anything. He is hard to tackle. He's a no-nonsense player. Just by Tomlin's comments, you know, kind of harping on the, the fumble, I think they know they have a guy there that they don't want him getting too comfortable, you know, to, to start to understand, feel how good he is. Because I think he's got a chance to pass Snell as the two. Actually, I'm kind of predicting it. Everything we've seen at camp, everything I've told you and others have told you about, powerful, low, aggressive, scores a touchdown and then gets, you know, runs out on the kickoff. The following play of the football game makes that play, you know. So there were some special team in case I overlook it, guys like Boykin, Warren, guys that I haven't seen play special teams much yet at the NFL level. They all shined in that department or at least made plays, strengthened their case to Danny Smith, which is very important. Uh, Warren's a very capable receiver as well. Absolute keeper. I think they know they have a guy there, and now I think a lot of you listeners understand the same thing. Master Teague's a, you know, Teague and Durant, uh, maybe there's a place in the practice squad for him. Durant, I had some hope for coming into camp, but I haven't lessened my thoughts on him, but uh, I haven't strengthened them either. Teague's kind of a tone, straight ahead, well-built guy that'll pound you, but okay. You know, I mean, it, it, it's not phenomenal. Um, Buzz through the tight ends here. Raider got a lot of snaps. Hayward, just like practice. I mean, he's another one, special teamer, mismatch guy, really good route runner. He's just on the field much more than I ever think he will be, and he keeps doing good things. And this goes back to my thoughts during practice, OTAs. I just think that they just keep giving him things, and he keeps excelling with them and digesting them quickly and gaining trust and making plays as a receiver, blocker, all the above, special teamer, football player. I I know that's a general term that coaches use. He's just a football player, but this guy is. Um, Should we get into – yeah, let's buzz through the. Well, let's save O-line and receivers here for a minute because we kind of did a general thought. Quarterbacks took up some time, running backs, tight ends. We'll come back next segment, which is probably the next podcast, and focus on wideouts and O-line and then knock out the defense there as well. I think that's our best plan of attack. So I think you're going to be hearing a lot from me. I appreciate it. Spread the word. I know a lot of my Twitter followers going back to my ESPN days when people didn't know what a podcast was and I was doing football today are very versed in my my, uh, podcasting career. And I very much appreciate that. That's reflecting on this platform as well. We'll be back here shortly.